just going, what? What? <laughs> what the fuck's she talking about? Seriously. <laughs> hey, get used to it. That's I'm sure that that's how people oh. feel about me listening to this thing. So, yeah, uh, I'd rather people do that. Yeah. Yeah, because then at least people are listening. You know they've listened, right? If yeah. All of a sudden they go, what? You sounded like an idiot. That's you heard me. You, you listened. Daddy listened. Oh my god. Daddy listened. Yay. You're a goddamn useless piece of shit. <laughs> Daddy has an opinion about me. He's paid attention. My one fan. My one fan has heard me. <laughs> I'm so excited. Hey everybody, welcome to Doing It with Will Conlon. I'm Will Conlon. This is the podcast for artists and creative types to talk about their passion, their drive, their motivations, have great conversations about what keeps them going, as I like to do. And I had one of those conversations with Kelly Marie Murtha, that you're going to hear shortly, and that was her at the top of the show. I like doing that. I like taking clips from the interview that I think are funny and just putting them at the top, because why not start with a laugh before we get into the heavy stuff? So it's kind of nice to be able to do that. And I, in all these conversations I have with, with my guests, there's always a lot of laughs. That's important. It's important to laugh. It's important to have a good time. And I'm going to have a great time this week. I started shooting that television show, which I can't say anything about. Like I said last week, it's nothing huge anyway, but it's, it's a small project, but it's fun. It's just really nice being back on set and meeting new people, working with new people, both cast and crew having great conversations about our lives and and our careers both good and bad aspects having advice given to me given advice to other people just i just love the camaraderie of coming together doing a project you know learning about people actually one of the guys that i met i'm going to have on the show in the new year he's written a book that i want to read before i have him on so we can talk about it. Very interesting guy. Everyone I met, I'd have everyone I met on, to be honest. I just find people in general fascinating, but especially anyone who just devotes their life to their passion. It's great. I had a really uh, interesting conversation about a project I've been working on for a number of years. I wrote a pilot for a TV show, and a production company offered to option it for me. So that happened, and then a few days later, I got a call about an incredible opportunity through them with someone in the U.S. who might be interested in the project. Not saying they are, just, you know, waiting to hear, um, but I was so taken aback by the opportunity, because it's a, it's a big opportunity, I actually had a reverse panic attack, and I didn't know that was possible. It's exactly like a panic attack, you know, shortness of breath, heaviness in the chest, dizzy, you know, tears, everything, except minus the feeling of dread and sorrow and replaced just with joy. And it was really nice to to be in that zone where I can't even speak because I'm so happy. And I've missed that feeling. It's been a while. And I've had it before, never that quite that intense. And I don't know, maybe it's just because it's been a while that it got that intense, or maybe it's just because the opportunity is, is such a great one. But either way, I was very thankful for it. And a friend of mine actually said to me, take a minute and just enjoy this feeling. I mean, even if it doesn't work out, 
you had it you have a chance there's going to be more chances and just enjoy it and i did and it's great and it keeps me going it refueled me it refueled my passion and and even maybe even gave me a little bit of confidence back maybe a little bit just a tad it was great i loved it it's been an interesting week and i'm going to get right to my conversation with kelly marie murtha because it's a good one it's a really good one. We talk about some really interesting topics. And she's such a, she just gives a great vibe. I've had the pleasure of acting on screen with her a couple of times. And she's just so, she's professional, but she's so fun to be around. And just makes makes it a lot easier for you. You know, she's just a very giving actor and, and wonderful person. And so I'm going to let you uh, discover her. Now, through my conversation, this is Kelly Marie Murtha, and I will talk to you after that. Do you have fans? Like, you, you've been in some stuff where you have, uh, it's, it's fan-worthy, and you're uh, definitely a skilled actress, and so you are fan-worthy. Yeah, well, you know, I like to hope so, but uh, um, I've had a few people reach out and say, hey, mm-hmm. you're pretty cool. Really? I like you. How do they reach out to you? Uh, one was through like my, on my Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's it. I have, I seriously, I have one. <laughs> no stalkers. Huh? No. You're not fortunate to have a stalker. No, that, which means I really haven't made it yet. Cause oh. you really, you've only made it once you get that stalker. Oh, absolutely. Right. Once, once your life is threatened, mm-hmm. then you know your life is important. That, then you know the Oscar's coming. Yeah. Really. It's, it's, <laughs> it's stalker than Oscar. Stalker, Oscar. <laughs> that's the way it goes absolutely i know that's how it went for Charlize theron right, right? Yeah. yeah yeah all of them yeah. i bet you you ask any of them any yeah. of them yeah. and you'll say you got an oscar how soon was your stalker and they'll probably say hmm probably like last month <laughs> so you know it's going to be really close yeah do you think about that in the future is it as an oscar something that you would like to have some actors yes. or yeah but <laughs> you answer that really oh yes, yeah yes. yeah i want the notoriety yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've always said everybody's always asked you know sort of what is you know when they get to ask what's your what's your goal what's your long-term goal mm-hmm. and it's always been to win an oscar yeah yeah but i think it's changed though to win an oscar for directing as opposed to acting really yeah Okay, so that's interesting because yeah. I've always known you as an actor. Yeah, yeah. I know you've done some directing, but I didn't mm-hmm. know that it had ingrained itself in you I've, that much. Yeah, I've sort of feel, I have been feeling uh, more comfortable behind the camera. Mm-hmm. Not to say that I would give up acting, um, but I really enjoy that creative process behind the camera. I like that feeling of control. And I mean, let's be honest, I, I like to tell people what to do. Are you really by nature a control- controlling person? Yes, yeah. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm scared of you. I, I can feel it happening right now. Can you feel it? Can you feel the idea? It's in your eyes. Right? <laughs> yes, I am controlling. Yes. I think that's more of a Your mom. next question will It'll be. <laughs> Here, ask these questions <laughs> and ask them this way. I've known you for a few years mm-hmm. and a controlling person surprises me. Because okay, I wouldn't you, say I'm controlling. Well, and the reason I'm, I say that, I think tip, it's fair to say when you hear someone's a controlling person, you, you imagine them as a very stern, a very, like, can just be a very ugly experience <laughs> dealing with them. And, uh, and it's, 
I mean, mind you, I've never been directed by you, but no. I've worked with you a few times, mm-hmm. and you are so sweet. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> um, so for you then, is it just about, is it controlling in the aspect of you just like to create I, the project the way cre- you see it? Yes, I think, yeah, that's what it is. I like to be able to see the the process, the, the creative process from start to finish. I've always, you know, you come on as an actor, and you come prepared, you prepare your role and who you are in whatever it is you're doing, whether it's a one day or if it's a 10 day shoot, you prepare, but you're only there for that time. So you walk on set, you do your stuff and you leave and, mm-hmm. you know, you maybe see the project completed maybe a year later. You didn't see all the stuff that went into it before you got to set and you don't maybe not see all the stuff afterwards. So yeah. it's that it's, it's all of that together. And it's, I'm not saying it's an easy process and I'm not saying it's oh, always, God. you know, it's not a fun process, but it's something that I feel feel I have a greater um, creative input and um, finality is it? I don't know if that's the right word I just feel more um, completed afterwards that's very cool yeah and of course I'm saying all this after I've directed you know my few shorts you know mm-hmm. and you know yeah, but that you, stuff. That, that's fair to say but at the same time you might not be able to jump into a big budget picture right no, now no, but no, you no. You're building up to that. Exactly. It's you, you kind of, you, you build up the process. And whether you do, whether it's your short film or whether you do your feature film, it's the same process. You still have to follow the same steps. It's just on a grander scale. And once you get into those bigger projects, you start having a bigger team to work with. Yeah. So you may not have to do all the producing and the, you know, all the, the kind of grunt work that you maybe don't really want to do. Maybe you just want to focus on the directing. Yeah. Now you have a huge team that you can direct and say, yeah, you, 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 yeah. you, I'm going to be over here. Yeah. <laughs> so how many projects have you directed so far? Um, well, I've directed my, my first short was, um, smart work. That was mm. my first one. And what was that about? That was um, a short that was based on a story my grandfather had written back in the 20s and the 30s. Oh, cool. So I did that one um, in 2012, I guess now. Mm -hmm. 2012? Yeah, 2012, 2013. Um, Yeah, I remember because you called me in for an audition for that one. That's right. I don't think you made it in. No, you didn't. I was was lying just now. You never called me in. Wow. (laughs) That's awkward. That's, that's, that's really awkward. I'm um, sorry. I, guess, I just wanted to see the look on your face. <laughs> to, to be honest, the thought entered my head of just doing that for everything you said. Oh, yeah, I remember auditioning for that. Oh, yeah. No, I never did. You never called me in. That was mean. It was mean. So I would have totally had you in. <laughs> you know I would. I would work with you in a heartbeat. Yes, I love you. I would love, I love you. Thank you. you. I love you too. I don't care who knows it. I don't care. I don't care who knows it. I want it out there. Awesome. (laughs) So your grandfather wrote this story in the 20s? in the 20s. So I took it. He had, um, this was a process that started back in 2007. So my father and I, um, so it's my dad's father, Mm -hmm. and he had compiled all of the stories that my grandfather had written, published and unpublished, and put them in a book in 1980 and had it published. So um, I've always had this collection of stories and we were sitting in our apartment with my father and mother and talking and it was actually my mom who came up with it. I said, you know, these stories would make beautiful films because he wrote very visually. 
Um, Not a whole lot of dialogue. It was more about the description of the room and the sounds and the smells and, you know, the the ambiance and the environment that these people were in. So I thought would lend very well cinematically. Are these dramatic stories? Some of them are. So, yes, some of them are. Um, But they're all basically um, a little slice of life at the time. The one I took was actually uh, set in Toronto because he lived in Toronto uh, for, for a time being. But a lot of the other ones were more uh, small town Ontario, rural northern Ontario, actually. So um, oh, nice. they're just like little slices of life. And, and did you? I like, adapted it. Them? No, I adapted it. But did so you do that yourself? Or did I did. You, I yeah. took it out. Um, wow. I took it from this page and I put it on that page. And then I went through probably about seven or eight new drafts after that. Because obviously you can't just take the story there and put it there. It yeah. doesn't work like that. Yeah. Much to my chagrin, because I said, well, why not? It just looks really good that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it went through all sorts of edits. I had people help editing, um, people who were in the industry, writers and producers and other people, the directors who had done work before and knew how to take my stories and edit them and help me. Fix sh- them up. Yeah, and show me how it. you write how you write a screenplay, because this was the first time I'd ever attempted to write oh, an really? actual screenplay. Like, how do you write a screenplay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It Very, can be intimidating at first. It, it can be, and especially for someone like me, I like... I'm, I guess I'm more of a, uh, a writer as opposed to say a screenplay writer. So okay. I put a lot of extra stuff in there that doesn't need to be in there. And right. so when it's time to take it all out, it's, it's, it's it feels like hard. part of your soul is yeah. being ripped away. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So you I have understand. to start taking it away. And, and in the end it was, a it turned out really, really well. It's, um, I mean, looking back, there was lots of stuff I do differently, but well, there, uh, I think that's safe to say with almost every project, really, yeah. you're always going to be wishing you could have done something better exactly it's you know whether it's but that's good yeah that's good because that means it's something to strive for for the next project exactly you take what you learned here and you apply it to the next one yeah you know and uh, then you'll learn something that one and you just you just keep building on it and it's that's how you build your career how you build your knowledge do you find the projects you want to direct you want to do stuff that you've written or do you like to do stuff that other people have written or do you Uh, not care either way i'm i don't care either way it's more about the the actual project itself okay um so if someone came and said i have a script you know um that needs a director you know you read through it and you say wow i really want this is this is a great story i would love to direct people in this i would love to get to the essence of this story and work it out and bring it to life and isabel unbroken was one we just did Mm. i didn't direct that one but i wrote it someone else directed that one for me how come you didn't direct it because i was working with mark johnson who i've worked with on some other projects Mm -hmm. and it was just more of a collaboration for this one he says so this time around I would write, he'd direct, and then perhaps the next time around, he will write, and okay, I so will co-direct kind of thing. The so relationship was, was sort of established. Yeah. So you knew mm-hmm. that before you even wrote it, that yeah. you weren't going to direct that it. That I wasn't going to direct I was going to be in it this time. Did that help? Did that change if you're writing something that you know you're not going to direct? Because you know that yeah. you've got to hand this off to someone else who's got to interpret your work instead of, yeah. I'm writing it, I know what I mean by this. I know what, I, I know <laughs> what I'm doing, don't worry yeah. about that. Yeah, no, it was, we worked sort of together on it. He did make some edits, which were, were helpful in the end for the story, mm. but he didn't do, he wouldn't do it without asking me first and said, okay, I'm going to do these, are you, are you okay with this? And he'd show them to me, I'm like, yeah, that totally makes sense. So you worked well together? Mm-hmm, very yeah. well, yeah. And the, the one, that one for him was a bit, a step outside of his comfort zone as well, because it was more of a, not a romantic story, but uh, he's usually does sort of the thrillers, a little horror, a little, you know, that kind of a thing. And okay. this one was a little more character story, character building. Was this also based on a, nope. one of your grandfather's No, nope, this, this was, was something um, original? Story oh, it was head. an original Kelly it Marie was... Martha story. Yes. 
Wow. What was the story behind it? It's just a story of a, of a woman who she's working in, a, in an office, very much an introvert, doesn't really go out, doesn't really do anything. And these two women, the one woman in particular, keeps asking her to come out after work every day and she doesn't want to. She doesn't, you know. And uh, she walks by a dance studio every night on her way home and she sees the dance instructor, you know, teaching people to dance and she's kind of drawn into that. And he brings her out and shows her what she is capable of. So this is something in the story that she always kind of wanted to be a dancer. Exactly, yeah. Never... Oh, it's not so much she wanted to be a dancer, but she just saw an outlet that allowed her to be who she is and not feel afraid. Is that say something about you is that <laughs> is that where you were at one some point maybe or? maybe yeah. yeah yeah i think it's well i think it's where probably a lot of people are oh a lot yeah of times, right i mean there's always that you know that opportunity to where you feel safe and that you can actually let go of your crutches figuratively and literally yeah. and be you know who it is you want to be and not be embarrassed and not feel afraid w- were you ever at a point in your life like that where you you weren't, weren't quite who you were like being the artist that you are now and you were kind of looking for that where how old were you when that was happening oh i was were you real young it was probably till i was 42 just kidding i was just (laughs) saying wow you look good thank you for someone in their 60s thanks i appreciate that (laughs) um no it was i've always i've always been a very an introvert very quiet um growing up i was I I would cry I would run behind my mother and cry if somebody talked to me like it was just like yeah yeah very much an introvert and yet I was always drawn to film or theater my dad taught film in high school and I remember watching the Oscars like when I was and you can't see this people out in podcast world I'm holding my hand up about four feet so I was (laughs) don't believe her she's lying (laughs) so I've always been drawn I did musical theater in high school Um, and I did it in university. So it was like an outlet. It was a very strange, considering someone who would never, uh, join or speak otherwise that you feel drawn into this world. I can relate to that. I think a lot of people can. I mean, I was, I remember I was, I was really shy in high school and I remember one of my first stand up shows, a couple of guys from high school were in, in the crowd and I didn't know they were there and they came up to me after the show and they went, and they had this look on their face like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where did you come from? You never said two words to anybody in high school. And now you're getting up making jokes in front of people, doing impressions and being an ass. <laughs> like, well, I think it's because you take on, it's it's almost, it's it's not you on the stage. You yeah. become the performer, right? Yeah. So you become who you need to be to get your story, your jokes, your song, whatever across Mm -hmm. so it's it's almost a safer environment which is kind of strange because you're on a stage or you're in front of people it's a weird dichotomy because you're like saying here's who i am yeah but really you're just seeing what i'm presenting to you now exactly i got all this other shit behind it that you have no idea and so it takes a long time to feel comfortable enough to especially as a performer i think you need to eventually allow everything else to sort of to come out so whether to make your performances more real yeah um but then again i mean there's always a certain corner that you may tuck away that not everybody gets to see Mm -hmm. so when you when you were young and you were shy and Mm -hmm. you were maybe a little intimidated around people Mm -hmm. is that fair to say oh yeah yeah what 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 was it first was it the acting thing that you discovered like that's where you were like i I think i want to be an actor yeah or was it just 
anything creative. No, it was an actor. I did yeah. I, I did art and you know art and I play piano and that kind of thing. But it was it was an act is acting. Um, I and do... so did this happen like in your teens or something or did you? I think I remember in in public school being asked what would you want to be and saying an actor or dancer. But wow. I think it was high school really that you sort of and I wanted to go to uh, university to, you know to do like fine arts and to do theater, but. Um, I didn't, I had my application for the national theater school to send away, but I didn't. And I had my How application come? for the circus school to send away, but I didn't. How come? Uh, it wasn't my time. It just wasn't your time. You just wasn't didn't feel ready. No, I think if I'd gone at that time, I probably, it probably wouldn't have succeeded. Okay. I think it would have been a harder, um, a harder road. It's, it happens when it, it happens when it happens mm-hmm. and it, it, the time came and I just sort of jumped on it. Your parents supported? Yes, very much so. Yeah, mm-hmm. still to this day. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, they come to you know they come to performances. They've come to screenings and showcases and yeah. Because you're going all the time. Every time I talk to you, you've got and it's never the same thing. Seriously, you're, you're never. I'm doing this TV show. Yeah. I'm doing this web series. Yeah. I'm doing this film. <laughs> you've got all of those. Plus, you've got stage performances. You're doing monologues. Yeah. You're doing plays. You're doing all these. Now I'm finding out all this directing, <laughs> which I'm kind of. I feel a little shame that I didn't. Oh, I didn't really know that because okay. it's well. That's one of the things I like about doing this. I, I it's almost discover. like a catch up yeah. thing, and 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 like a discovery. Yeah, it's a, it's discovery. a discovery thing, and it's it's great. So you have all of this stuff. You're just constantly going. How many projects do you have on the go right now? Right now, I have one film that I have to deliver to the editor next week or so. I have a the play the show at the alumni, which opens on the 18th. Mm-hmm. That we are in our last final rehearsals for. What's that called? Uh, it's called Radical. Okay. It's part of the fireworks festival at the at the Alumni Theater. So okay. our show runs the 18th to the 22nd of November. Perfect. So I have that. Um, I have a stage show that I'm uh, slowly slowly building on. It's for will probably be for next year. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to maybe submit it for the Fringe, and if not, then it'll be a self funded. Come on out and see me, kind of thing. Wow. So that'll be next year. And then um, I do have another film that is still in sort of pre-production work, trying to get uh, funding for and uh, trying to figure out the ins and outs of that. So that's fun, isn't it? <sighs> that's so frustrating. The business side of things and just trying to get a project off the ground yeah. can be so frustrating. It can be. You know, you you can see it. It's like right there. I have the script. I have my cast. I have yeah. everything right there. Yeah, I audition for it. No. <laughs> um, no, that one I know you didn't do because it's four women. But nice you know try, what? buddy. You had a look on your face for a second there. I, like, uh, oh, I almost got you. We did. No, four, you did. four women. It's in a it. four women. Yes, four women. What's the What's this about? It's, Can you say? Yeah, or? it's okay. um, it's called "You Can't Eat Muffins on the Mississippi Under a Full Moon." Nice. I know. You can thank my dad for that title. Oh yeah, why? Yeah. Came to him in a dream. Really? Yeah. Yeah, just he, the title or the just the title that was say he said that was the only thing he could really remember from this this dream he had was this these words you can't eat muffins on the Mississippi under a full moon, and I thought wow that is that's quite intense so I wrote it down and I thought I'm gonna find a use for that eventually so so you wrote the story based on that title yeah I kind of used the title I was sat with my my writer and he uh, Mark Datu and he did my writing for me for this one because I wanted so I I really wanted someone to finesse this this part of the story for me so. He sat with me. I said, this is my title. 
this is the story. Okay, so how you had we, a story. I had a story in mind, and I have a title. Okay. Now, how can we put the two together? What was the story you had in mind? So the story is these four women, all in their, their 40 and above, so like my age, um, which is why I wrote the story, because I wanted stories revolving around strong, older women mm-hmm. uh, characters. Mm-hmm. And when I say older, I just mean not in their 20s, not in their teens. So it's four women. They've been friends all their life. Uh, they get together every year you know, to catch up and have fun, and they have a bucket list that they are routinely always, you know, crossing stuff off off throughout the year. So they have their list together. So they get together. Only this year, the one friend comes and tells them uh, she has a big surprise. She says, you know, I've been accepted to the Mars program, so I'll be heading off to Mars. And so I've got, you know, about six months uh, before I got to head out. So, you know, I really want us to finish up this list, you know, and I just want our last, you know, these last kind of six months, you know, to have a lot of fun. Only there's a bit of a twist. Don't, don't say what the twist no. is. No. Don't do it. No. That's very cool. Is that something that you you enjoy exploring the most? Is that kind of theme? Strong women? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, um, yeah. It's a good theme. It is a good theme, and there's not enough of them out there. And nope. so that's why I sort of wanted a story. And I was working with a friend, um, Barbara De La Fuente. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, um, she and I have worked together on quite a few projects, and she actually was one of the first people to give me a job when I went back into acting. So I've known her for a while now. Oh, wow. So we were talking, you know, we need more roles that are for a more mature woman. Right. Um, And they're just not out there. So we need to start writing some. And so we were sort of hashing out this this script um, and it's gone through a few changes and a few ideas and we've gone back and forth. And so this is. This is what I came up with. Yeah. So she's in it. And then I have three other actors in it. I have Mandy May Cheatham mm-hmm. and Katarina Taxia. And I have Tonya Lee Williams. So cool. the four Already them. got the cast and everything. Mm-hmm. They're just, just waiting for the go-ahead. So you find it harder as a mature actress mm-hmm. than when you were, say, younger? Like, uh, oh, God, yeah. Uh, forgive me if that's, that's a, a, a kind of a... No, it's sensitive question. No, it's it's totally true. Like that. I mean, it's just harder to get auditions and get get roles and things like yeah, that. Because I hear that about women in acting that it, it's you know men. It's it seems to be there's always room for men at all, at all age ranges. Oh yeah, but women, all of a sudden, you yeah. know, they hit thirty. Yeah, and you're and too old. Yeah, Megan Gyllenhaal at age thirty five is too old to play the love interest of a fifty year old man. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so she didn't get cast for it. She's too old, because a fifty-year-old man doesn't want a thirty-five-year-old woman. He that's wants just, it. That's kind of disturbing. It is, and so that's yeah. So yeah, you do feel frustrated. And well, first of all, she doesn't look thirty-five. So what no. the fuck difference does it make? What and and, and, and I and, well and, and when and, it comes down to age, what difference does the age make? And more importantly, can she play the role? Exactly. Can it be believable? Yeah. Why does her She's, age make any difference whatsoever? It doesn't. No. No, it absolutely. I'm ashamed to be a man right now. <laughs> In makes, this industry. <laughs> it's very it is very frustrating and i'm not saying that you know that younger actors don't have the experience and the maturity to handle roles and that's not it at all it's just that there is once you, there's a certain age they just sort of start petering out and you're left with you know mom roles you know which are which are yeah. fine and there's nothing wrong with a mom role but give it some give it some oomph give it some you know, don't just make it tired yeah, mom. just because you're a mom mm-hmm. doesn't mean your day consists of packing the lunches, doing exactly. the vacuuming, doing the laundry. Exactly. You, that have, could, you could do that, but then give me more. Yeah, give me... you have thoughts, fears, excitements, mm-hmm. 
sexual desires, all yeah. of these sorts of things. Yeah, that, which but, we don't. You don't talk at all. Oh, don't talk about that. Why the fuck not? But I, I mean, love. But love movies like you know the best uh, exotic marigold. Or, oh, I um, love that. You movie. know, you you're, or the um, red with Helen Mir- Helen yep. Mirren. Helen Mirren. What a character. Yeah, it's it's uh, Jane Fonda. Yep. You know, um, she has uh, Grace and Frankie on mm-hmm. Netflix. Yep. Her and Lily Tomlin. Mm-hmm. Honestly, my opinion. The best series on Netflix yeah. I've seen. Yet. Meryl Streep, you know, doing Meryl the, Streep. You know, like all of these women have amazing roles. Yeah. But there's only that handful of them, yeah. right? There's there's so for up much and comers, more. lesser known. Very hard. Good luck. Yeah, it's very hard, and so that's why a lot of women start move away from in front and start, you know, form their own production companies. Reese Witherspoon, for one, doing Wild, and yeah. um, again, doing stories that are specific for a strong female center character, not a supporting role, not a walk-on role. She carries the story, and I just want to see more of that. And so I think maybe that's also another reason why. I'm drawn to certain. You know what I like too is you'll talk to some actors sometimes and they're working on something. And you're like, why are you working on it? Because so that I can be in it, so that I can do it. And that's their primary mm-hmm. reason. And I'm not saying there's necessarily anything wrong with that. By mm-hmm. all means, create your own content mm-hmm. and showcase your talents. Mm-hmm. But you're telling me I'm creating this content because I feel there's a real lack mm-hmm. of roles for mature women. Mm-hmm. You're not saying I got to be in it. No. No, Good I don't necessarily. You. I don't need to be in it. I did the one we but did. But I want to direct that son of a bitch. <sighs> Man. <laughs> I want full control. I want to give me that. I want my big megaphone. <laughs> yes, All right, bitches, line up. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean bitches in the nicest way possible. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And I mean it in a nice that's way, right. though. You guys, you guys okay. are my bitches. You we guys don't need to like... call Actra. It's all right. <laughs> Put the phone down, bitch. <laughs> Put the phone down, bitch. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I've missed you. I'll miss you too, Will. Oh, <laughs> man. That is so great. So <laughs> this is the one that you're trying to get off the ground. This is one, Let's yeah. Let's get it off the ground. What well, do you need to do to get off the ground? Well, I applied for some funding and it didn't come through. So I got to, it's back to the drawing board. A lot of the funding that I, um, after I applied for this, uh, this one funding, which was the Shorts to Features program. Yeah. Once I finished, I did that um, and didn't get it. And you're going and looking for other funding programs. There, a lot of the deadlines had already passed. So it's it's going back to the calendar and seeing which deadlines are coming up and just start reapplying. It's not something I can do it on my own because this the idea is that this scene is the first uh, scene out of the feature as a whole. So we want to shoot this as a, as a short unto itself um, to garner interest and then use it for crowdfunding and that kind of a thing if we have to. So it's not that I couldn't do it on my own. I came with my budget and I approached people that I knew that um, and they were all willing to come on for a budgeted short. Mm-hmm. But once I didn't get it and I went back to them, they all said, you know what, let's see what we can work out. What kind of budget are you looking for? Can, do you mind saying? The budget that Shorts to Features was oh, 35. Okay. So that's a nice number to work with mm-hmm. because that means everybody gets paid and post-production is taken care of. Okay. It's, yeah. It's everything's... Everything's right taken there. care of. So that's what you're looking at. That would be, that would be the ideal number, right? That would be, that would be fantastic. Okay. Um, but, you know, I get 5000 to do it. Mm-hmm. That would be great too because mm-hmm. it's, it will be done uh, with no budget. It's being done as an actor co-op production. Okay. But with a budget means, you know, that these guys get paid, which is great, but... 
Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's 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 still it's there's a bit to go yet. There's a bit to go, but it's keep going yeah. because I I'd love to see this. If anybody's listening and can help, please send please. money. <laughs> send money. The Do lines the, are open. There's hungry filmmakers. Hungry who fil- need your money. There are hungry filmmakers in the city that would love your money. So don't throw. <laughs> but it away. this is a worthwhile project. We're making a yeah. joke, but this is something that you know what I I, I have no problem saying that please please fund this project if yeah. anybody's out there listening or knows somebody <laughs> you know somebody is, private investor great. and and also i know you and so i i know how authentic this will be and and, and how great it'll be thank you i'm i'm you're the quality of your work and again i've only known you as an actor but mm-hmm. i know that you're right into the work you're yes. you don't you don't screw around no you, you no, I'm. I, you're I, fun. I, I mean, you're Thanks. fun, but you, but you, you know, there's a job to do, and, exactly, and you want to bring the highest quality to it. Yeah, well, I'm committed, right? You join mm-hmm. a project, I'm committed to it, and um, I do what I can to bring whatever character I have, be it one line or you know, ten lines or a whole feature or whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. Um, I just do what I can to bring it to bring it to life. Mm-hmm. So you have, you named four projects. Mm-hmm. That you're kind of juggling right now. Yeah. And you're, at the same time, you still have a day job? Yes, I do. You have a day job yeah. and you're a mother? Yes. How many children? Just one. 15-year-old. 15-year-old yeah. girl? Yeah. She want to be an actor or an actress? Uh, she, she did do one short um, a few years ago and did really well in it. Mm-hmm. And she dances. She's been dancing since she was about three. Mm-hmm. And so she's at Wexford Collegiate School of the Arts right now. So for high school. She love it? She does. Yeah? She does. Yeah. She's a very, she's, she is a performer. I don't know if she'll continue with it when she's done yet. Yeah. She's, you know, it's still, it's still early to tell, but she's, she's a performer and she enjoys it and it's a great outlet for her and she feels comfortable there, which is amazing. Is this something that you kind of encourage her to do or did she watch mom do it? And say, hard, I want to do what mom does. Hard to say, actually. Yeah. It really is. It was never, we didn't like push her into anything. So I, she might have been a bit of watching and, and seeing what's going on. And I brought her when she was littler. And I would have auditions after after work and after school. I would bring her along with me. And, you know, she'd sit in the hallway with, the, with everyone wow. else. Just come with you. Just come with me. Yeah, yeah, just come with you. Just say, really stay there, sweet. honey. I'll be right out in a minute. How do you do that? How do you juggle... You got all these projects on the go, and this is not unusual for you to have several things on the go at once. No. Right? So how do you juggle all of that, plus a day job, plus a husband, <laughs> plus a child? Yeah. Um, how? Because, listen, I'm single, no kids. <laughs> the idea of, of that is terrifying to me. It's hard. Well, it was my it was my husband in in the very beginning, so it's, it's all his fault. No, I'm just kidding. Honey. It's not all your fault. Uh, it was it was, but it was it was in the beginning. I was in between jobs. I had been let go for from a job, so I was off work for the time. And it's something in me was like, I need to do this now. And he's like, Well, if you want to do it, then go do it. So he's really? been very supportive, and you know, sometimes it's been meaning he had to take you know my daughter to family events i had to miss weddings i've had to miss get-togethers um gave up weekends that kind of thing but um it's i i need i need to do it like i can't not do it if i if if i don't do it it's it's like it's like a drug it's like going Mm -hmm. through withdrawal if you if i'm not being creative in some way i i understand that feeling everyone listening to this can understand that feeling but if anyone listening to this is is without a child like me, <laughs> like I, I just can't imagine 
sharing my focus between what I love to do and I'm raising a child. Yeah. It's, it's not, it wasn't easy. And I mean, she's 15 now, so, yeah. you know, she's, she's pretty self-reliant. She can, <laughs> she can, she can look after herself for the most yeah. part, but, but no, it's true. A lot of the time, you know, when she was littler, um, you know, it's, it meant being away, you know, on weekends and when I was, so I'm not there to, you know, to play with her or whatever. And so I had to give up some things. But in it, I. But you had your husband there to kind of pick up. He did, you which could, yeah. you know, I have to say, I'm pretty lucky. You yeah. Know, not a lot of people would have that kind of a, a support, right? Yeah. You would. I've met him. He's such a sweet man. <laughs> and yeah. he's a, he's a photographer, so he does. He's done a lot of my stills and behind the scenes stuff for my films. So he kind of gets it. He's got the art art mm-hmm. bug as well. He mm-hmm. gets the the passion and yep. the drive for he's it. He's the photographer for the alumni theater, so he does oh, their wow. shows. Yeah. So he's done, he has done, he's, he's in, he's in the business as well. I mean, he's not as in it as I am. Um, you know, I've dragged him to some, some sets before. And he's, 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 he's the like, guy in the corner. He is. He's, he's holding your purse. Yeah. When, when can we yeah. leave? When can we go? They're when, looking at when, me when, funny. <laughs> when can we go, hon? When do we, just a few more minutes, hon. Just a few more minutes. Yeah. You said that five hours ago. Yeah. I just got to talk to a guy over here about a thing. Don't worry about don't it, hon. You look great. Don't, Love you. Love you. Sweetie. Don't look in the camera. Yeah. Don't look in the camera. <laughs> yes. No, it's, he's, he's a big part of my life and yeah. I wouldn't be able to do it without him. I, re- I really wouldn't. I wouldn't, I don't know how, and I do know some people are who, you know, single parents and they've had to juggle. I don't know how I'd be able to handle it that way. Mm. But I think also it's the balance, right? You have to balance. I couldn't do this all the time because I think I would go insane. Yeah. But I couldn't do just family all the time. I it's 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 not it's not me. I need I need that balance. Yeah. I need that balance, and I feel happier when I have that balance. So, yeah. you know, it's I'm just I'm very lucky. I'm You're a very, very lucky, lucky person. Do you ever think about having another child? No. No. <laughs> experience with the one you got that was enough was that was that was it a surprise to you that you you had you had her or well was it i mean i'm not saying regret no 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 i'm just saying it was it was a planned thing no no it wasn't came along yep came along welcome surprise yeah we just did our thing we got married three years later oh you did your thing we did our thing Poor Sophia. Don't be crass. Oh, she's. I. We have so much money saved up for her therapy. It's. It's. <laughs> it's unbelievable. You Just, saved what you saved on your therapy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Forget about mom school. and dad are crazy, yeah. but you're gonna be fine. You are gonna be so fine because. <laughs> we'll, we'll straighten you out. No. Yeah, it was true. Yeah, we just we did our thing, and just by the time, she, you know, sort of was you know settled and doing her thing and going to school, it was kind of like I don't really want to go back and do that again. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, no, we're happy with one. We're happy with our little family. Yeah. It's, it works for us. That's awesome. Yeah. And would you put her in one of your projects or have you? Um, no. well, I haven't. Uh, did I? I'm trying to think. No, I haven't yet. Um, she was going to do something for me for the one we just filmed yesterday. Mm-hmm. But um, the way I wrote the script and the way it worked out, um, I wasn't. <laughs> she got cut. She you got cut. cut. Your little girl. I. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, yeah. You know, I've been looking at some of the stuff from the earlier shots and, you know, I just think we're going to go another way. My husband had to explain what the cutting room floor was. 
before you actually got There's filled. There's that therapy bill racking yeah. up. Yeah, forget about university. She's it's all going to therapy. Yeah, yeah. She got cut. She got cut before it even happened. I'm sorry, hon. Sorry, oh, I'm sorry. God. Did she take it okay? Oh yeah, she was fine. She was. She, she was a trooper was, about it. She, was she wasn't fine. on the phone to her agent. No, the not hell. Yet. This is unprofessional. <laughs> Oh, no. that's but too yeah. bad. But, but no, another time, there will be other opportunities. Do you, is that something you look forward to as your daughter grows up? She's 15 now, mm-hmm. you said, right? Yeah. She's getting involved. She's got the bug, right? Yep. And and do you do you look forward, like, in the future saying, you know what, it's going to be cool the day that we can we can do a do project so. together? I would love to. I do you have anything great. planned? Like, like, you're a writer. Do you have anything that you, you sort of, not necessarily have the story idea, but you fantasize about maybe a project that you and her are in together, you know? I could think of a few yeah. ideas. The the one we just did yesterday, even though she got cut from this one, if um, if it comes through, then we could actually incorporate her back into the story. Yeah, could it could happen? That's cool. <laughs> but that's something that you would like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally, I totally would. I mean, um, Meryl Streep backs with her daughter. Yeah. So you know, there's no reason. Well, I just a lot of times you hear people in Hollywood saying, "I I'd never let my kid get into this." Yeah, I think it's I I've. She had asked when she was younger about going to auditions, and you know, mom, would you get get me an audition? And um, I was always of the mind that you she would never she would never leave school to do it. So mm-hmm. she would always be in school, and it just never worked out that way. And so I think that's better for her. I th- I didn't I wouldn't want her to be a child actor. And just, I don't, I think the school's important. I think that stability is important. And not yeah. to say that all child actors, you know, don't, you know, come out fine. There's, that's, I'm, they all, I'm sure they do. No, I just they didn't don't. want that for her. No, they don't. No, they don't. Know. You don't have to be polite. No, they don't. Some of them do. A lot of them don't. You get lucky sometimes and other you times do. you don't. But, you don't. But you, so you're trying to sold them, sort of mold Another that balance, way. right? It's another balance. Yeah. You do. You have school and then this is fun. This isn't a career at this point in time. This is mm-hmm. fun stuff for her to do. Yeah. You know, but school's first. You, you, you finish school, you get you get the grades and then and then once your school is done. Now what if she came to you and said, because she's in high school right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. What, what grade? Uh, 10. Okay. So she finishes high school, let's yeah. say. Yeah. She says, Mom, I don't want to go to university. Yeah. I want to be an actor. I want to be an actress. Mm-hmm. I never know. What's your opinion on that? You, you hear sometimes. I say actor. Yeah? Okay. Because yeah. some, some women I talk to say actress actor. or they don't care. Yeah. So actor. I, 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 I say actor. You prefer actor. actor? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Because that's what I've been sort of doing. Have you? Yeah, sort of. That's what I've sort of been doing. I, I but I never knew what was sort of politically. Actually, you know what? I I, I don't care what's politically correct. No. I care about the women I work with and what they're comfortable with. Well, some so, women are very much you know. I I'm, I'm female thinks. and I'm an actress, right? Yeah. And um and I'm I I don't know. I've I've sent my resume in for male roles. Yeah. Sandra Bullock just did this. Yeah. The last film that was supposed Isn't to be a great? male role. So. To be an actress, I don't know. You've done that. You've sent in your. your I did. I sent for... it in for. Uh, I didn't get the role, um, but it was for um, a, like a professor role in a film. And the way the story was written, there was no need. There was no reason why that person had to be a man. But in the script, it was a man. It was the casting was a male. Role. So you sent it in. Did they call you in for. Mm-hmm. Your... I came in and read for. They it. called you in anyway. Yeah. You just sent it in out of the blue. Yep. Good for you. Yep. And they and you read for it. Yeah, and I do that as well. With you know, I see castings for, um, you know, the blonde hair. I'm sending my resume in. Yeah, 
So, you know, and so unless it's specific because someone already cast already has and they have to look alike, mm -hmm. I get that. That's tremendous confidence to do that. So I don't know. It's I think it's more of a... But you're gutsy. You're a gutsy lady. It's more of a don't tell me what to do. Yeah. Is, I think is what it is. And I think I've always had that, a little bit of that in me. A lot for all... Yeah. You know what? I would endeavor to say that the women that I know so far, like that I know personally, mm -hmm. I, I talking to you, I talked to Victoria Kutcher a couple mm -hmm. episodes ago. Mm -hmm. They're stronger than the guys. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not, and, and <laughs> it's not a competition. And no, I'm not trying. It's not. Not at all. No. But Victoria said some stuff to me too that I went, my God, I don't. You know what? I won't even talk for other guys. <laughs> for me, I'm like, I don't have the balls to do that. Why? What? What the hell? Maybe. But, but I do know a lot of other actors, male actors, who yeah. wouldn't have the balls to do what you're doing, what she's doing. And that's why I'm asking you, where does that come from? Maybe I want some of that. <laughs> I want to be I want to be a woman in a man's body who's got the confidence of a woman. Because holy <laughs> Christ, is this industry not set up for you? Well, and maybe for that's women. why we have to be women, a bit, we have gotta, to be a little more ballsy. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's maybe there's a bit chances. of that, right? We have to take a few more chances and maybe push a few boundaries and um, you know, um, stir pots a little bit that maybe men don't necessarily have to do or don't, you know, don't want to do. I, I don't know. I think you're right, actually. I think I think you pretty much nailed it right there. Yeah. I think because women have had to work harder to prove themselves mm -hmm. and get the work and show that they can do just as good a job as a man, in fact, mm -hmm. in many cases, better. Mm -hmm. And men didn't have to do that. No. So we, we it's almost like I, I think sometimes maybe we got a little bit of that. Eh, it'll come to me. Yeah. I don't need to fight for it so much. And maybe, and I think it's the same in front and behind the camera, right? I mean, we have to push a little harder with projects that, uh, you know, I'm always seeing statistics, you know, that uh, festivals, like uh, such a small percentage of the films that are accepted and taken into these festivals are directed by men. There's a very small percentage that are directed by women. So maybe it's just, it's a whole, uh, we just have to fight a little bit harder to... But it shouldn't even be that way. It shouldn't like, be, no. I mean, we're talking right now about the differences... And I hate that we're talking about it. I know. We shouldn't have to. No. We should be talking about what a talented person you are. Yeah. And how you're in a group of talented people. Yeah. Not you're a mature woman who's fighting for her career and fighting for her creative choices mm -hmm. because you're a mature woman. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what to say. I, I don't know either. And I think it's a... Um... It's, I mean, there's been, there's been strides, you know, obviously we've seen a lot of stuff in the industry press about, you know, women and, and the industry as a whole speaking up about the sexism and the, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and it took long enough. Who's debating? Yeah. And why is there a debate at all? I don't know. I don't, it's a good question. Why, why do we have to debate it? Why, why do women have to fight for this? There this? shouldn't be a discussion. That's, that's what I'm saying no. is it's, it's what's right. No. So, you know, and that's if it's 2015 it. and it's just starting, I think there's still a long way to go, but at least. Why am I getting more angry about this right now? Than I don't you know. <laughs> I don't know, Will, but thank you. When I get, I do, I get really upset when mm -hmm. I hear about this stuff in the entertainment news about women yep. not making as much as men or getting mistreated or harassed on set. I grew up with a very independent mother, mm -hmm. single parent, and I watched her get the runaround from my dad. And I watched her get the runaround from many men in her life. Yeah. And and I'm not even talking about boy. I'm talking about bosses. I'm talking about, like, just whatever. A guy trying to, you know, I don't know, sell or something. Anything. Yeah. Drove me nuts. I think it just comes down, it, the, it comes down to basic respect. Yeah. Just respect people. You don't need to, 
I like that, what you said. Respect people. You didn't say respect women. You said respect people. Yeah, because it goes both ways. That's right. It goes both ways. You can't do. You can't expect it without doing it. No. So, yeah, just respect one another. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I, yeah, it's very frustrating. Did this get too heavy for you? I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to. It did, a little bit. <laughs> um. No, I just, I, I think it's very relevant. It I, is I, very relevant and it gets me very angry and it gets me really... I'm um, not trying to get you angry, I swear. It's because you really don't. You really don't want to get me angry. Really? Do you, do you get angry? I seethe, right? I don't, do I don't, I, well, I'm sure my husband would say otherwise. Really? <laughs> but I think I don't, I don't explode, right? I don't, I don't scream and yell. If I get angry, I'll, I'll seethe and I go very quiet, hmm. right? And I don't talk. Then you know I'm really mad. Yeah, so when you when you're quiet, watch out. Exactly. It never just it builds up and explodes. Like do the people around you? They know this, so they just like uh, yeah. they just let her cool down. Cool down. She'll yeah. come around. Does your daughter know that about you? Like oh, she does the same thing. They're, just, she does the same. Yeah. Oh man, you know, it's like too I suddenly feel sorry for your husband. I know. If, too if he hot. pisses you both off, I just picture these two. <laughs> Like staring at him, like the two girls from The Shining or something down the hall. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Oh my god! Brushing down. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's the red hair. But yeah, I'm a little bit of a, I'm a bit of a temper. Do you? A little bit, a little bit. Because I can go very. I can be. Um, how does he? He's a. Uh, what does he call me? Doctor Overkill. <laughs> it's really? Doctor Overkill. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the you know I'm the one that yells in the car at the drivers and you know flipping fingers really? and everything. Oh yeah, yes. But on the most part, I wouldn't do that in face to face because I actually okay. don't like a confrontation. I yeah. would actually do whatever I can to sort of avoid the confrontation. In the projects that you've directed, mm-hmm. have you ever had to have a confrontation with anybody that is not pulling their weight? No. Or no, I haven't. No, I've, no, because I've worked with amazing teams. Do you have any? strategy with how you might handle that as your projects get bigger and you're handling more yeah. people, more crew, uh, more cast? I hope I can handle it very diplomatically. Mm-hmm. I hope it's not a matter of, you know, raised voices. And um, I think any time I would have a problem would be dealt with in private as well, not done, you know, in front of people and making scenes and anything like that. Yeah. I, I don't, I wouldn't want to be that person. As a whole, I don't want to be that person. I want any time I have a set, I want to make sure that it's, it's fun. We, you know, we can get the job done, and you know, I can, you know, let's snap to it, guys. Come on, enough. Let's get the job done. Yeah. You know, but be able to balance that with a bit of fun as well. So. Yeah. Well, that's I hope good. So. That's important. It is. I'd like to work with people again. <laughs> well, yeah, for sure. <laughs> right. But if I don't want it being ornery or difficult to work with. Yeah. You've, you got to sit them down and say, listen. You do. And, you know, you have to, and I, but you can do that in a, in a professional way. You don't. Well, you, again, back to being a mom, I, you know, kids are frustrating sometimes. So you probably just learn from that. Listen, <laughs> I've had a kid. I can <laughs> deal with you. <laughs> <I> can, <laughs> you know, I've dealt with a kid. I can go all day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. that would be terrible if it was her, though. <gasps> if you were working, oh, man, she has to really that. has to do what I tell her. Yeah, to that's do. right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's you know what? Maybe I'm asking the wrong person. Maybe it's not a matter. Of, would you want to work with your daughter? Maybe she's you should, like exactly. No you should be way. asking her. <laughs> no way. She tell me what to do all the time. You gonna tell no me what way. to do, and I gotta actually do it. 
Yeah, you should ask great. her that. Ask her that next time. Yeah. Well, next time, <laughs> ne- next time I have you on. Yeah. We'll, we'll I'll bring, bring her, her with me. Sure. We'll 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 talk to 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 her and get oh, a different no. side of this. <laughs> Thanks so much for sitting down and talking to me. Thanks, Will. This was I a, awesome. I had a great time. I, I'm glad you did. Thank I had you. a great time talking to you. I love talking to you. Thank I you. I missed you. I missed you too. And I'd like to work with you again. So let's. let's so you, you'll let's actually come and audition this time. I mean, if you'll call me. Okay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You're the one that's got to let me know. Right. All right. I got to do that. Yeah. All right. I can do that. Now it sounds like I'm just having people on to try and get, so so what can you do for my career? (laughs) We're changing the name of the podcast to what can you do for my career with Will Conlon. So So Kelly Marie. Everybody out in podcast town. (laughs) He's actually handing me his resume and headshot right now (laughs) to take home with me. Oh my god! And she just threw it in the garbage. I looked at it and I'm like, oh, seriously? Well, yeah. come on, really? <laughs> You're not 17 anymore. You can't pass for that. And for God's sake, put pants on in your headshot. God, I, you know, enough with the nudies, okay? I don't do those films anymore. <laughs> oh, hey, all right. There's a there's an interesting question. <laughs> Would you ever uh, appear nude in a in a in a film? It's, this is actually. A common question amongst actors in general. I have. You you have? I have. Really? I I can't believe I almost ended the interview. <laughs> and here we go. All right. So <laughs> tell me about that experience. Uh, well, one was um, in the film uh, Lavender Fields. Okay. And you saw, you just saw my, from the back. So you didn't see, um, you didn't see my front and there was like a a blanket around my waist and I had like my yoga pants on below. So it was really just, I had no top on, but it was just from the back. So you couldn't see anything. Um, but the actor obviously could, uh, and then how how was that though? I mean, that one was, that was the first time and it was, it, it took a bit to sort of work up to it. Um, but the actor was uh, my friend Robert Nolan, and in oh, I know Robert. He's yeah, a great guy. Yeah. Exactly. So it was it was Robert, and, and uh, he's very he's a class act. He is. There's and a guy that if you're gonna have to bear first, all, yeah, it was only him and I, and then the director Alfredo Archilesi. Yeah, and um, it was just the three of us in the room, and we did uh, I think maybe three or four takes of that scene, and then that was it. And Alfredo actually then uh, edited that part of the film. So that footage didn't even go to the editor. When you have to do um, not even necessarily anything like that, like a Mm -hmm. nude scene, but anything sort of a a love scene, a physical thing, Mm -hmm. how much mental preparation do you need for that? Or are you just... Yeah, it's acting. I, the only, I, that was the first one. And then the other one was a, a lesbian scene. So mm. um, that one, uh, we we had some wine beforehand. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. You needed a little bit of loose up? Yeah. We needed, wow, yeah. Out With Dad is taking a turn. Oh, wait. <laughs> Where's the story the going hell? now? Wow. <laughs> I, I didn't even see that coming where Rose and, and, and uh, Nathan's lady. Wow. <laughs> Maybe Woo! I should check the show out again and see Holy what's cow. going on. Um, um, no, I mean, it was for uh, Root of Acceptance. So I had the, and it involved, we had paint on us. And mm-hmm. so that one was, that one was, a, that was a little harder. And then, uh, it, but that, but the film in the end was actually was very, I really enjoyed it. It was yeah. a beautiful film and it premiered at the Inside Out Festival 
a couple of years ago. Yeah. And my parents came and saw it. So my, my mom and dad are sitting beside me. Was that me. weird for, well, you, for your parents? It was a little, it was a little awkward. And yeah. um, my dad had a heart attack the next day. What? <laughs> are you serious? So it wasn't funny at the time. I mean, it was very serious. And oh, you know, I can tell it's not funny by how hard it is for you to speak because I, you're laughing. I, yeah, I know. Eh? <laughs> so we get it. The, he gets he, he makes it through and you know he gets uh he gets home and uh, so one of the first things i said it was like i'm so sorry dad that the lesbians gave you a heart attack <laughs> like, <laughs> i felt so bad it's <laughs> so bad about the whole thing he's like no no that, that wasn't it that wasn't it and he had been hadn't been feeling well it had been building for a while it just what a coincidence that it just <laughs> happened to happen right after seeing his daughter's lesbian film oh my god that's hilarious yeah so so every now and then i he's okay he's he's, he's fine good. he's fine now so every, every now and then you know if i have a film coming so up then or a premiere, what, what was their actual reaction though uh, they were cool seeing. They, yeah, they were cool. I think. Um, I think my mom said they recognize you're just acting. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think my mom not said not that they wouldn't be cool there was, if you. You know, there was. It was a little. There was too much sex. That oh, okay. <laughs> Are they little? Little? No, no. Little it was just no, no, no. no, no. Just no. you know, there was a lot of sex in it. Okay. There was. Do you think it, it, it's it's just a matter of seeing their daughter? It could be involved. Like I only had the one scene. Yeah. So, but I mean, you're involved in a project with a lot yeah. of. Yeah. But I again, like I'm, I'm extremely proud of that film, yeah, from top to bottom. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm yeah. just kind of curious to see. It's, what, I mean, it's always awkward, you know. If you, I think it'd be awkward to see your, um, or even ask my husband, you know, like to see. How would you? Oh man, oh, right here we go. Yeah. So how would you f- feel if 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 your daughter was gonna uh-huh. came and said, you know what, I got a nude scene in this, and uh, it's and I have a sex scene mm-hmm. in this, and uh, I am 22. Yeah. And it's how 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 would you? Right, oh boy! Yeah, that yeah. would be hard. That yeah. would be hard. The reason I ask mm-hmm. is not necessarily f- asking you from a mother perspective, mm. but an actor. Yeah, you understand it. You understand that this is a good project. This yep. is a good story. Yeah, this is something essential to the plot. We're yes. not just ripping off our clothes no, and exactly. And, yeah, just right? for the the sheer uh, exploitation of it. No, no this it's integral it's to good. the story. Yes, it's important. Yeah, it's got something to say. Mm-hmm. It's classy. It's yep. done with a lot of respect. Mm-hmm. And and she tells you, "I'm going to do this." Yeah, or maybe she doesn't tell you. Maybe she says, "I want you to watch this this film I did." Yeah, and then what do you think? it comes up to that. Uh, are you are you prepared for that yeah. if that ever came yeah. out no you're not prepared for that eh? No. is that something you could like if she told you it's it's gonna happen would you be like okay tell me what's gonna happen i'm gonna leave the room and i'll come back <laughs> Go get a coffee and then i'll be back um uh, forgive me if these are sort of no really but i think there's lots there's lots of of couples uh, you know you hear um in hollywood or whatever that um it, sometimes the spouse is on set because you know they yeah. want to make sure that you know things are on the up and up, and yeah, yeah. other times that no, it's 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 come on, it's it has to be hard. I mean, this is your partner that you see right with other people, having yeah, you know doing what you know is supposed to be only between you and your partner, and sure. they're doing it now. And but I think it's different to see. when it's a partner mm-hmm. versus this is my child. Yeah, well, that too. 
It is. So. It is. It is hard. But I think then from a from a technical point of view, an actor or a director point of view, I know what goes into that scene, mm-hmm. you know, and that you have a crew watching and you've got, you know, someone yelling cut just as you're, you know, ah. Okay, so can you just hold that position? We've got to change yeah. the camera, right? <laughs> you know, great. so it's in the, while you're watching the scene being done. And we're keeping s- our arms up and yeah. we're keeping our arms, arms up, up and, and we're <laughs> keeping our arms up and we're Go. shooting again. <laughs> you know, like you realize that there's so much else is put into it, but it, at the end of the day, it's still your partner. It's still, you know, your, your kid or whatever you're watching the scene with. So it, it's, no, it's, I don't think you ever truly, really get used to it. No. No. You said earlier that your parents are... Are they involved in the arts? Um, uh, no, no. Well, my dad is a, my dad's a photographer. Yeah, and um, that's what I was thinking. Of, yeah, right. he's a, he's a photographer, and um, uh, my mom was a nurse, and okay. my dad my dad was a teacher. So, um, so then. That's you know. great, though, that they supported you no matter what. They still come in, even if it's going to make them kind of squirm. Even if they make them squirm a little bit, they're still going to watch it. They they're do. Still they gonna... still watch my films. They still, you know, come out and support me. So I can't ask for much more than that. That's phenomenal. You're lucky. I am lucky. I am very lucky. That's so great. You got great family. Huge support. Up and down. That's great. Awesome. All right. Yay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye. There you go. Kelly Marie Murtha in the house. I don't know why I just said that. I never say in the house. But I am grateful that she sat down and talked to me. She's super talented, super nice, super fun. I miss working with her. I hope I get to do it again soon. She's doing some really important stuff. And I am uh, I, I'm so lucky to have met her and know her. Speaking of people I am lucky to meet and know, next week's guest is also great. Michael Mast is going to be on the show. He's a very talented actor, and he does some really cool things for the acting community. So you want to check that out. Here's a clip from that. So you grew up in Montreal. What was that like? What was it like growing up in Montreal? I've never actually even been there. Uh, you've never been to Montreal? I've never been to Montreal. <laughs> you need to learn to speak French. If I spoke French, would you be able to repeat what I said? William. William. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, I just I was listening. Go ahead. All right. Growing up in Montreal was very uh, very difficult. <laughs> the abuse started when I was five. <laughs> All right, and we're done. Check that out next Monday. Michael Mast on the show. In the meantime, you can check out the website, doingitpod.com. Find the show on Twitter, at doingitpod. Let me know what you think. Send me opinions. Let me know how you're doing. I'd love to know how you're doing and what everyone's up to. Until next time, remember life doesn't happen to you. Life happens through you. Thanks for listening, everybody. And I'll talk to you next Monday. Have a great week. (laughs) 